the World Bank has frozen out Uganda. Moving forward, Uganda will not be accessing funds, loans, not even free money from the World Bank. Reason being, Uganda passed the anti-LGBTQ law to protect their family values, family structure, and the culture and the people of Uganda. Uganda spoke through its members of parliament, but the West and the World Bank say, mm -mm, we like it when you speak, but not in that tone, not in that manner. And so we're going to punish you for taking a stand. And the punishment is we're going to freeze you out of funding. I want us to get into this today and just ask ourselves, what message is the World Bank sending Uganda and the rest of Africa by freezing Uganda out for making a decision against what the West wants Africa to do, which is to pass laws that are in favor of LGBTQ, even though, as African leaders have said, it goes against the people's cultural beliefs and practices. Hi guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Ndiro Ganga. Um, I'm a business journalist by profession and digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about, you know, um, Africa, black people, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. So a very strong message was sent to Uganda. Outside of visas of some of the people being revoked, including the speaker of parliament, the World Bank has frozen out Uganda. And several videos has been done about this, but if you don't know, Uganda passed the anti-LGBTQ um, law that prohibits gay marriages and gay people having children or adopting children, and even um, organizations that do queer work from operating or seeking funding in Uganda. There's also a bill like that loading in Ghana. Namibia is following those footsteps. And Kenya has also, it's a very dicey situation for Kenya. Kenyans are almost like the diplomats of Africa, where they say what they say, but you cannot tie them down to what they say. You know, um, when Barack Obama came to Kenya and he brought up the issue to the then president Uhuru Kenyatta, President Uhuru Kenyatta said, listen, we respect you, we respect what you do, but we're also Kenyans, we're people, we have our own culture, we have our own beliefs. And so we're going to stick to what we know. When President Ruto became president and did an interview with CNN, he was asked the same thing. And he said, Kenya is a Christian country and Kenya is a God-fearing country. And we live and stick and adhere by that. Now, he said, nobody is going to infringe on another person's human rights, but also nobody is conforming to what the West wants. Point blank on period. But then... Here comes Uganda, and Uganda say, what is diplomacy? Pass the law. Pass it. And uh, they're paying the price. And it's a very steep price because World Bank funding is very fundamental to the continent. World Bank is among the people that lends to Africa at, say, considerable rates. It's still high, but it's not as high as all the other guys. And so when you're freezing them out, you, you're saying you'll not get funds for infrastructure, you'll not get funds for healthcare, you'll not get funds for education, you'll not get funds to, to, to technically run the key services in your country. And what they're saying, not just to Uganda, but to every African country, is we own you. We own you. We own the systems in your country. We own the infrastructure. We own everything. Without us, you're nothing. So get in line, unless your people will suffer. 
because like it or not africa is still developing that's why we are called the developing world we need funds to build roads to build hospitals to build schools and africa has gotten to a place where we don't want free money we say lend it to us we will pay it back to you we will right and so if i can't access that money it means that there's no services for my people it means that in the most remote areas kids will not get an education Healthcare will not reach the most vulnerable. It means that trade is going to break down because now you don't have money to build infrastructure. Goods cannot move. Services, people cannot move. The World Bank is saying, you're going to keep staying in darkness because most of the rural electrification projects are funded by the World Bank. The World Bank is saying, for the well-being of your people, stick in line, stand in line, get in line. We don't care what it costs you. Oh, your family values? We don't care. Oh, this is your cultural practice? We don't care. All we care is that you do as we say, you do as we please, and then we can loan you, not give it to you for free, no. We can loan you the money. It's double tragedy because now you don't have access to funding and funding that you pay very heavily for. Please tell me in what world this is right. What kind of arm twisting is this? And that's my problem, that the West is always very quick with sanctions. There's no room for conversation. There's no room for dialogue. There's no room for you to have a different thought. There's no room for you to be different. There's no room for you to be you, right? We are all mini Americas, mini UKs, mini Canadas, mini, you know, there's no room for you to be authentically who you were and pursue a different path that is not aligned to global Western agendas. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous because living in a world where there are no multilateral systems creates oppression, enables oppression. Yet when people are trying to create diverse voices, you're still oppressing them. What do you want? This is almost like a warning to Africa that if you dare, if you dare pass those laws, you better know where you're going to get money. And I feel bad for Ghana because the Ghanaian economy has, has gone through a very tumultuous period. You know, inflation has risen up to 50, over 50%. Now it's down to 40. Their currency lost over 60% of its value to the dollar. It went from four CDs to now 11 CDs. Um, you know, inflation is crazy. Basic commodities. Food inflation in Ghana is the highest in Africa, you understand? Um, if you look at also debt to GDP, it crossed over 70%, went over 80. Most of the revenue that they're collecting internally is going into servicing loans. And they even had to default on interest payments last year because they just couldn't. They, they really could not. And this is a country where the loan that they got from the IMF is what has resuscitated them back to life. So if they go ahead and pass that law and the World Bank and the IMF and the lenders of the world say, okay, toodles, it's going to crash. I'm telling you, it's going to crash. And this is also a challenge to Africans. You need to put your own systems in place. If you want to be autonomous, if you want multilateral systems, if you want freedom of thought, if you want to be truly African, 
Start putting your own systems in place. First of all, financial structures. Have an African bank that you can rely on for funding. Have a strong African union. And it just can't be President Kagame standing up and President Yoweri Kaguta Museveni. It has to be all the 54 of you speaking in one accord. Not a single country has come out to defend Uganda. Not a single country. And that tells you a lot about the leaders that we have on the continent. That's all I had for you in this video. I want to hear what you think because some of these things are very heartbreaking. I live on the African continent and I know that the Af continent is developing very fast, but I also know that there's dire need for resources and development across the continent. If you leave the capital cities, most of the areas outside of the business districts still need resources and development. And so this game, so the World Bank is playing with Uganda and sending a message across Africa is not fair because it's at the expense of innocent people who just want to live a decent and dignified life. Let me know what you think. Comment down below. Um, share this video with a friend and give it a thumbs up. Like this video. Like it, like it, like it. So the algorithm can can recommend it to a lot more people. You can connect with me on social media at Ganga, and you can also um, follow me on YouTube at Ndiroganga where I document journeys of the diaspora community. Moving from abroad back to the African continent, the land of abundance where the air is fresh and we eat food straight from the ground and nobody will judge you based off of the color of your skin because we all look like you. Thank you very much for watching. I'll see you again next time.